Welcome to Just Chirpin'. The boys are happy to be back together, and we hope you enjoy this dumpster fire. What's up, boys? Oh, man. So, hey, everybody. How's it going, everybody? Before <laughs> we even start the show, I made us some picklebacks, so why don't we go ahead and oh. salute. All right. Oh, this is going to be awful, Jay. Here, here we go again. Salute. Mm. Yeah. Pickle juice good. Oh, that was brutal. Mm. Especially since I only made it through halfway. Whiskey hard. Oh. Your kid's talking a lot. Pickle juice good. Ooh, yes, I sir. Like I do like that. Man, it's delightful, isn't it? It is. Picklebacks. That pickle juice really does take the sting out of that it whiskey. Does. Oh, it's crazy. I'm more of a vodka and rum guy. So whiskey, oh. tequila, you know, uh, bourbon, things like that just really itch my throat. Not in a good way. I've always enjoyed like the whiskeys and tequila. Tequila, you guys all know I like that. But the, I struggle with the vodkas and rum. I you know, oh, see, we're on the opposite side of the spectrum. Oh yeah, I'm, if you're a cheap date and I'm expensive. Hey, not a big deal. <laughs> and they we, make cheap. But whiskey. we end up in the same bed. It's weird. Ah, Canadian misc is cheap <laughs> as hell. Weird. That happened one time. So guys, I have to let you know it finally happened. Ah, congratulations! Oh, I'm so glad you're not a virgin anymore. Well, not quite that. Oh, still oh. a virgin, but the tree's gone. The tree is gone. Yes, oh, I, I lost that. the bet. No, you <laughs> said if it was raining, it wasn't going to happen. It was not raining. Uh, they were supposed to show up at noon, and I was on my couch in my pajamas at you know, <laughs> first thing in the morning. Internet. Nothing yeah. but his dinghy no, in his no. hand, <laughs> checking emails, getting the day going at eight a.m. and stuff. And lo and behold, knock, knock, knock on the door, and I'm like. Crap. Mr. Bill's Tree Service, not a sponsor yet. Also, not the tree company that was there. <laughs> well, we're not oh, going to yes. mention it these yahoos. The, uh, the tree company showed up there four hours early, and they're like, hey, we're here to cut down your tree. And I was like, oh, thanks, guys. I expected you four hours later from now. I actually expected you four hours later from now or and week four ago. weeks ago. So, <laughs> like, yeah. so, like, how long did this process take? That tree was huge. It took them all day. They were there until about five thirty, six o'clock before the final no guy kidding. rolled out. And they I'm were impressed there. that they got it all down in a day, honestly. No, they had um, the crane was there, their truck, um, and probably five guys, four to five guys. They were scampering up that tree. like Oh, they were up there in the bucket. Throwing and stuff. lines and all yeah. that other stuff. Uh, oh. Yeah, they were definitely getting after it, so... The sucker was uh, six feet across diameter, so pretty big tree, well over 100 years old, silver maple, Ooh, and at silver one point, maple. it was struck by well, lightning. if it's over 58, it turns to silver. Uh, when does it turn to <laughs> platinum? 80? That, that doesn't happen. 80 or 90? That might be, I don't know. 190 yeah. years old. But anyways, yeah, uh, <laughs> besides the ratted out core, it had some uh, charred remains in the middle and really? stuff. So, so, so the Keebler elves made a fire in there? Somebody did. Jay, there's still a stump if you want to come over and help me, you know, put a little platform up there. It's about two feet up off the ground right now until they come and grind it down. You're just going to have to give. It's kind of nice to, you know, look up there and I can peer into all the neighbors. You You have to give Jay a break here. He really liked that tree. And now that it's gone, he's just taking a moment to take it all in. I love trees. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going to hear this that that, uh, are going to be mad. Oh, you are. 200 year old, uh, 1,000 year old maple. 
uh, silver maple you said? Hundred. It was a thousand. Year. I'm pretty sure a thousand years old. Ten thousand year old maple. Yeah, ten, that's what I think. Ten thousand. It was a silverback gorilla. It's not a California sequoia. Yeah, it's not the red one. It's a California. But you're welcome to come over and hang out in the hot tub and you know. Hey, made room. Oh, the hot tub's in now. No, no, no. Oh, uh, I got excited. That's I another over-under. My no, pants were coming right off. I was oh. like, hey, let's go swimming. No, he's gonna you grind. have a massive erection. He's going to grind the stump out and turn that into the hot tub. Uh, that wouldn't them. be an idea, but if Brandon could get this uh, stuff together here. And let's go, Brandon. This, some supply chain <laughs> issues going, I might get my hot tub a little Damn sooner, you, Brandon. Let's go. Anyway, sorry. So you're, that was you're... Uh, my exciting stuff what, here. What's That's going perfect. on with you, Brent? Me this weekend. uh I think we'll touch base in a little bit more in the show, but uh, uh, Beth and I, we took a road trip down to uh, Battle Creek area, and I purchased my first uh, first gun, and uh, I was pretty excited uh, about doing that. You know, I've uh, never owned a gun. I grew up in hunting and all that other kind of stuff. My dad's a big, you know, advocate for guns. He's got guns everywhere, shoots all the time, hunts all the time, and I have a cpl that i haven't utilized in years so what's it like to become an american finally yeah finally became an american i I, you know what these hands are lethal weapons so i didn't feel like i had to they're already Uh, registered they're already registered (laughs) so other than that uh just kept moving packing and uh kind of low-key but uh that was kind of my beth and i highlight of the weekend so nice nice what about you steph oh i wrapped my seven iron around a uh pull cart at uh the golf course the other day oh he was that mad uh no not mad at all actually just uh on the 18th hole and forgot where i parked my my cart and uh the bag and hit it on my follow-through are you shitting me i broke it right in half you forgot where you parked well, it's not a golf cart. It, it's the pull cart where oh, you put gotcha. your bag on it. <laughs> like, dude, seriously. Yeah. We're on the 18th hole. We had to walk. How many toddies I, did you we have? We walked 18 <laughs> holes. I was on beer number three, and that was after the turn. And I hit the damn ball into the water. So I dropped. Well, while I was looking for my ball, I parked my bag and the little caddy cart. Right. I'm dragging around. And... um. When I dropped, I didn't think twice about where I had parked that, and it happened to be right to the left of me. So I'll go farther than the. Uh, uh, nothing. End? Nothing went very far. <laughs> nothing went very far on that one. Yeah, it was a real bad hit. I'm and then, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it, yeah. That stuff's not cheap. No, so I brought it to you know to make it I, real I'm quick. I'm lying to you. I really don't care about golf. So <laughs> of course you don't. But Jay might be interested. This should in this. teach you a lesson. I take. I, I'm out on the south end of town. I stopped by Maple Hill. Not a sponsor yet. Hopefully they will be eventually. And uh, I bring it over to them. And, of course, I'm getting the looks as I walk in this place. Like, oh, you angry, aren't you? You No, it's not like that. This was an actual accident. Um, We have to order the shaft. Taylor May does not, like, these aren't even available to the public. Like, we can't sell these shafts. We can't get them. I'm like, oh, great. Well, I'd really like to have the same shaft put back in this golf club. So that, you know, resale value, whatever, it's a full set. Everything's the same. Nothing's modified. Um, so he's like, all right, yeah, you you know, we'll order it. He, he comes back. He goes, we can order it. I found out now we can sell them. So I, I got it on order. It's going to run you about 65 bucks. And you'll get it in 2023. Like, God dang it. Yeah. Three weeks. <laughs> two, three weeks. He I said. heard you get a free hot tub with it. Oh, two, three weeks. And then 
I get a call today and he's like, yeah, you know what? We actually had that shaft sitting here. So we got y'all set up. Uh, you're looking at like 32 bucks you, out the door got lucky. with a shaft and grip and put my, my head back on. Could you imagine if they didn't on. have that and you did it in July? That would have been horrible. You know what the nice thing is? Uh, I made a comment while I was there. I was like, gosh, I, it'd be nice if you could just loan me one of your seven irons that are sitting over there to get me by for the next couple of weeks because that's all we really have for golf, right? right? And I just said it chuckily. And he goes, yeah, I'll give you a loaner. So he gave me a loaner seven iron. That's customer service. That's good right there. That is customer service. I'm going to have to talk to them about uh, jumping on for the advertising. Absolutely. I go pick it up in the next couple of days. I wish it would have helped your game. It definitely didn't. But I did hit that seven iron on that par three and and put it about five feet away from the pin. Yeah, but we were way over par. Shut up. Jay, Jay, your turn. Yeah, Jay, get us out of this sand trap. Um, Oh, well said. Good job, Brent. Damn, Brent. Well, uh, since we're rolling with the golf. um... Oh, for crying out loud. Anyways. (laughs) I'd like to think Brownie's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. Hey, not yet. (laughs) I had uh, an all-weekend-long tournament up in Sheboygan for the boys'. I saw some pictures on that. PWAA, yeah. So that's where I was. How'd um, they end up doing up there? Our boys took third, but, uh, you know, they played some tough teams. I mean, Stumpy's team was there. Did you um, kick their ass for we didn't, not winning? We didn't play them. Who uh, who ended up taking the tournament? Traverse City. Traverse City. And then who was ahead of you in second place? Sue. So you guys came in playing some pretty oh, good-sized yeah, hockey they're, markets. They're good teams. Very so, good teams. You guys finished ahead of Fox? Uh yes, that's saying something right there. Yes, um, I hear you guys got actually got a pretty good squad over there. Yeah, yeah, we got a pretty good team. Uh, but you know, Stumpy. So they played Sue on Friday day. Like we had all, all of us had two games on Friday, right? So we had to take the whole day off. Stumpy played their team on Friday, and like the, Stumpy's team's a good, fast, hard team. And then we got to play them second. So a we got to see what kind of talent they were running with, and and what they did. We watched the whole game. Um, so we had a little bit of a leg up, I think when we played them and we beat them by one. So then we saw them again in the semifinals to go to the show and they beat us five to three, I think. Oh, no, still a cool game. Kids had fun though, right? Yeah. yeah. The kids had a blast. You know, they actually they played really well. These are good teams. I mean, when I say good right. teams, like you always think your team's pretty good, but to see the puck movement from some kids this age with those teams, um, even Stumpy's team was like another one that, you know, had we seen them. Who knows where that could have went? Like that would yeah, have been a tough been game because we played Stumpy's team early in the season and they they beat our team. Uh, I think it was like by five or five to one. I don't remember, but uh, they put a bit of wallop on us. So to go there and take on the Sioux, which had beaten them, kind of gave our boys like you know a little bit of a hype. Like yeah, man, like yeah, you know we we're doing good because they beat us and blah 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 blah. So I think they just had a lot of momentum going into the Sioux game and they did. They they uh, put up a good fight, but uh, they got us in the long haul. They're a good team. It's it's good hockey. You guys are playing, you know, some some higher level hockey. Your your kids are, I should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, I, as a little bonus yeah. for your trip, he got to hang out with Bryce. Yeah, yeah. So I got to he kick got to hang with, out with Big with Brother Bryce. Bryce. Got to hang out with Bryce. And, and he sent me. So this asshole sends me a text message at like two o'clock in the morning on Saturday <laughs> night, and it's him and Bryce sitting at the bar, giving me the double middle finger. What what one on each side. Of course, Jay had one and Bryce had one, and it said "Wish you were here" or something like that. Oh, at least you got a text. I didn't get one. You didn't get a message. Wow, we just so happen to be talking about Stefan. 
Well, how could you not talk about me? I'm, I mean, come yeah. on. It came up. So there I was, and I'm sitting there on the can checking my <laughs> my TikTok. messages. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to jump off the porn site real quick. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Bryce, that, that was cool. I haven't it's seen Bryce in a minute. Um, uh, and or Cindy. So that was super cool to to see both of them, and then. Um, yeah, Cindy Lou was there too, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, she was. Heck yeah. Oh my god, I felt so stupid for a second. I had a, like a brain fart when my wife walked in the door and I was like oh. introducing them. I was like, and this is and I, I couldn't spit it out. She's like, Cindy, I was like, Oh, oh my gosh, I'm such I, an idiot. I missed it. What a mush. I guess what? I'll never for, I'll never slip the mind again on that one. Those are instances where no, you learn once. Trust no. me. You'll forget again someday, oh, and you'll sure. be you'll go through that Rolodex. You're like, oh my gosh, I just saw them last well, week. <laughs> it's probably been ten years, I'd say, since we were up in yeah. Escanaba and it's, saw these folks. Oh yeah, it's been ten years since yeah. I've seen them. It's been a long time. It was really nice. I mean, I mean, yeah. Bryce always, you know, he's got his favorite, his oh oh, sorry, his favorite concoctions of some type of drink that he of makes. Of course. So he brought down bloodies. Um, oh, he brought bloodies, and, and, he, oh, and he gave he me a bloody. Not. Normally, it's apple pie or oh, snake yeah. nuts. Dude, he gave me a bloody, and he. He was like sausage, cheese, pickles. Like yeah, threw a jalapeno this thing had a, this in there. Thing had a, a cheeseburger on top of it. I was like, Bryce, it's like, it's like midnight. He's like, yeah, you gotta have the full effect. I'm like, all right, I'm game. Fine, I'll do it with you. That I'll sounds absolutely You're, awful. It was awesome, actually. It was really good. You coach with Craig, right? No, uh, I coach with Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sterling. Sorry, sorry, Sterling. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Sterling. Yep. Because I did. I, I was just looking it up. Yeah. And I saw. I saw the picture of you guys out there on the lake shore. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we went all all the whole team took pictures with the on the lakeshore with the with the bridge in back of us. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. It, the whole team. Yeah. yeah, here, check it out. Yeah, so there's a yeah, there's a team. Oh, photo. so you were in Sheboygan though, right? Yeah, but we were staying in the Sioux or in uh not the Sioux, Mackinac uh, City. Mackinac City. It was only like fifteen minutes away. away. Fifteen twenty minutes. Oh, really? I didn't know Sheboygan was that close. Yeah, yeah it's right down the road. Wow, what a great picture. It is. Yeah, Who's that good. weird guy with the beard and the long hair on the far left? Definitely me. Oh, God. That's, Dang. That's, that's a, what is it, Kobe? Uh, why Why didn't they deport? <laughs> they should have deported that guy as soon as he crossed the border. Uh, Thank God you didn't have to go to the UP. They would have sent you I right know. back. Probably wouldn't have let me over. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's good. That's what I did all weekend. Sweet. We were there. For, I took off work Friday, left at 7 a.m. I rode up with the head coach. Melissa came down later and – Man, you're living the dream. Two nights Man. of drinking till 4 a.m. in the morning. That's the best part about hockey trips is moms 4 and dads get to get all tuned up all night long, and then you have to stand behind the bench. And you're so like, when the oh. old lady edits this, he meant to say he was in bed by 12. No, my old lady called me. No, and she, she was, was like, up the whole time. She's like, where are you? It's 3 a.m. I'm like, I'm hanging out with Bryce still. <laughs> you, you, she, so she had the first crash course with hanging out with Bryce. One does not just go to bed when you're hanging out with Bryce. No, no. You just stay up he, until Bryce goes to sleep. He That's actually okay. almost tried to go to bed before us, and then Stumpy was like, "Ah, you better sit back down." And so he oh, did, no. and had another beer. Oh, Big Brother jumped in there. He did. He's like, actually, he's like, no. little Big Brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumped exactly. in there and told Big Little Brother to stay, <laughs> so, stay in your seat. We're going for more. It's so fun. I love it. That's so much fun. I I will be right behind you, uh, God willing, one day. Yes. Hopefully, <laughs> I can't wait. I had so many things to say there, and I just let it pass. Just relax. It's not like that. Don't make it that way. Let's get into the show, guys. Shall we thank our sponsor, Pirani, right now? Absolutely. I think that might be nice. All right, listeners. I hope you will go ahead and check out Pirani's Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. Let them know that you heard about them from just tripping. And I was just there this weekend about case a new set of shin guards. Nice. Did you mention just tripping? 
I didn't. I never do. No, you know, I ran into Maybe Craig though. I heard they'll give Craig, you ninety Craig, percent off. Craig um, with kidding. the uh, the tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, he moonlight moonlights there on the weekends. He works there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's like, hey, Stefan, what are you doing here? I got, I got to get him some shin guards, you know, and hundred dollars later. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not know he worked there. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's brutal. I know the price of the shin guards. I well, yeah, hockey is not a cheap sport. The 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 sad side of that was last year I bought Case all the equipment he needed, and I think I was out the door for like a hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, oh dang, this is nice. So now we're getting to that uh, upper stage Mm -hmm. in size. So I went from an eight inch shin guard to a nine inch shin guard, and the price difference was about thirty eight bucks on the north side. So. Yeah, story. I'd pay thirty-eight bucks for an extra inch. So <laughs> I see what you did there, and I like it. Speaking I would... of, uh, you know, measuring up and having the best equipment and stuff that's out there, um, a school over in East Lansing actually decided to go ahead and cancel Halloween and Valentine's Day this year. Okay, COVID. No, no, that's done and over with. And I just checked my phone. That's all right. I'm sure the listeners didn't hear it until now. But uh, so yes, until they, I mentioned it, Sorry. they canceled Halloween and Valentine's Day. Yes, Give us more the of the school. story. As far as the celebrations and stuff, you know, like when we were all growing up, you'd wear your costume. The parade the through you'd the class or the through the school. Yep. And stuff, and then Valentine's Day, you'd go ahead and pass, pass out, out your Valentine's, Valentine's Day to everyone in the classroom and stuff. You know. With that, with what you're saying, I don't see why you have to cancel Halloween. I just, I, I don't. I struggle with this. I, well, let me fill you in on that, Brent. It's because of concerns. I'm so glad of, you asked. Of hurt feelings and uncomfortable families, according to the Associated Press. Um, they said it's common to see students cry because their costumes and Valentines don't measure up. Um, well, Brent, Brent is just going to wait go a minute. Off That's why, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. because yeah. some kids is, feel like they aren't. Yeah, sorry, they're yeah. not matching up and stuff. The district is striving to be uh, quote unquote equitable, inclusive for all families. He said. Um, he said the holidays can still be observed. You know, maybe figuring out how to do math using a pumpkin. Um, but they said some of the other concerns were among school officials mentioned among school officials include costumes that overwhelm or frighten young students. Honestly, I don't know Quit what... being a pussy. Anyways, yeah. next. <laughs> what Carry costume on. that an elementary student is going to have that's going to overwhelm another? But, right. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure the rules are like no blood. Yeah. No yeah. That's exactly. That's those what those types of, of things oh, make he, sense. You know, dressed up as Frozen. But is, isn't this then, more of a concern based on like... The availability of uh, the financial means to go buy a department store uh, costume, and then somebody's mom's making one, and it does—it's not up to par with the the commercialized. Well, Peter, one. I don't know what 1950s town you're living in, where we're going to go buy a department store to pick it, up our yeah. Halloween costume. But yeah. sit back down, June. Let him finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> he totally has no idea what we're talking about. I know exactly but, what I know exactly you what have you've never seen an episode of Leave It to Beaver. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, if you have, then 
Why don't you, you jump go. on your sailboat and cruise on down the fucking river, you dick? I just want to finish up here with the part about Valentine's Day is that some families are feeling uncomfortable with elementary age children exchanging Valentine's in a loved focused celebration. Okay. So I look, may there I it is. may I may I Valentine's is an easy one for me. You know what? I do remember even back in the eighties. You know, maybe Caledonia was a little more progressive or whatnot. Was that college? Yeah, Caledonia High School <laughs> or elementary. That the teachers, we actually, I came home with a, in my little backpack a class list. And it was our responsibility or my parents' responsibility because they were working that, that we provided little, little Valentine's Day cards to each class member. You know, and right. you had to go through, write everybody's name on the box of nerds or whatever exactly. it was, and you pass them out. And yeah. as an arts and crafts project, we made our own little Valentine's box. Yeah, and everything I, the way I look at it, you know, and I don't remember anybody saying anything, and maybe that's where I might be a little naive, but I remember the nerds and the weird kids and all these other people. But I remember sitting there at the kitchen table making cards for everybody. It wasn't like, I'm, nope, I'm not doing it for Kevin because Kevin pushed me weird on the swing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like mom's, mom sat there, she's like, no, you're going to do it for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a homework assignment. Everybody had to have one. Everybody had to have one. And you know what? As a, as a kid that did it for a long time, it was kind of a sense of pride that you got to walk around, to be honest yeah, with you. And you put it, to and, and you stuff. gave it to yeah. everybody. You know, it was kind of like the biggest sharing lesson that that, I, that you can imagine. Well, it was know? like, hey, they might not be like your friend that you talk to but every day, but they, nice. but they still are important people. Like, they're still yeah, important. So acknowledge them. So to take that away just further puts that separation in there where they don't get that breakup where they have to be noticed. You know what I mean? I will say something, though, on the Halloween. The Valentine's Day thing, I think, is just ridiculous. Yes, Because that's something where everybody's like, no, everybody gives Valentine's and candies to each other. But I get a little bit on the Halloween standpoint of... You're being understanding almost to the Halloween side. Well, I get the point where it's like, oh, kids don't feel comfortable or they don't like their costumes. They keep your kid home that day. Well... I'm going to say I was the kid that I had the shitty uh, $10 department store fake plastic armor night set. Uh, and then another kid in my classroom came in and I don't know what the hell his dad did, but he must have been a metal fabricator. And he walked in in a full suit of armor and had a horse that I rode on. Yeah. Literally, this is what I remember. I had my little plastic, you know, $10 thing. And this kid had an awesome ass costume. I, I'm not going to hold it against that I kid. personally remember my uh, kind of a weird story. Where I grew up, uh, it was like keep up with the Joneses. My neighbors had a ranch. You know, they made lots of money. They had a mansion. And we have our little ranch house across the street. And so these kids, you know, across the street, they go to Halloween. And they were there decked out to the hills. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I do remember almost every Halloween, it was like, you're going as an army dude, just wear your Aunt Marguerite's army uniform. <laughs> you're going as a soccer player this year because, like, that's what you do. You yeah. wear your baseball uniform because that's what you have. You wear your judo things. That's what you have. Like, we didn't have, like, that luxury of sitting there and being able to drop all that money to keep up with the Joneses. And my mom did actually help make costumes and stuff. And 
looking back at it, you feel bad though on it because no. I think that's what they're trying to get on is that it's going to be some like, very, resentment. To and, be very yeah. honest with you, now you know, I, you tell me at this age with everybody's different age range here sitting at the table alone. Looking back, do you even think about Halloween? Like, oh my God, man, third grade Halloween really fucked my life up. No, no, no. Well, exactly. that's no. that's what I'm saying. Like, that, yes, it might be messing with them, but that's actually something that your it's child. Character building. Yeah, your child should yeah. go through those kinds of situations. Like, that's what that's. Yeah. The Learn whole. The world's not fair. Right. The world's not fair. When your kid moves out of your house, you're not going to be able to protect him anymore. So, like, he has to learn how to defend himself. And sometimes defending yourself isn't physically fighting somebody else. It's learning how to handle a mental situation that comes into right. your life. Yeah. You know what? How the, to cope the, with things. You know, the other thing is too is like there were families. And, and I'm sure it's happened multiple, multiple times throughout history, you know, in different places and stuff like that, that people knew of families that that struggled or, mm-hmm. or, or, or weren't as well off as yours. Yeah. And, and you might not have been as well off as the next one or whatever. Right. Right. But to be very honest with you. Uh, in our friends group and all that kind of stuff growing up, there were so many different economic uh, you know, levels of our families and stuff. We didn't care about that stuff, you know, and actually we probably did more for each other, whether you had it or you didn't, because you actually just cared about people. Mm-hmm. And it really was because yeah. there were some kids in our class that were that were it, it was very well known. They didn't have money to go get costumes or do things. And then all of a sudden I remember my mom chipping in money to to buy a kid a costume. Yeah, buy little Timmy the latest yeah. Iron Man costume or, or whatever it was. And I Hulk I remember us classmates Gumby back then. taking Gu- care yeah, of back each then other. Gumby or yeah. Oscar the Grouch, something like yeah, that. Yeah, go back yeah. to my era. Um but I do I remember parent the parents, the community Helping people out so that their kids didn't feel neglected or left out of. Well, there's stuff. so many hand-me-downs that go around that it, it wouldn't really be that hard to knock on your neighbor's door. Hey, look, you got a, a Halloween costume that you're not using this year, or you go back to the old days where mom and dad just made something. That's what yeah. I said. I mean, hell, when as an adult, I I go to a Halloween party, I just dig in my my old oh, drawer yeah. for a white trash costume, and oh, here yeah. I am. Oh, yeah, I look yeah, like yeah, Joe yeah, Dirt. To Halloween. be, you know, t- talking about school. I. Uh, for those that do know me, I absolutely love Halloween. Halloween is my gig. You know, I worked at a corn maze for 10 years and standing around, these people would be coming in with, how much, dude, dude how much did you spend on that mask? He's like, $300. No, how this much, is my face. Yeah, how much for the, uh, <laughs> how much for the cloak? 150 How much for this? And it, I'm sitting there like, dude, you got a $1,000 getup. That's stupid. That's, you know. But they love Halloween too. You know what? They love Halloween too, and uh, they're like, uh, "So what are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "I'm wearing a pair of hockey pants that don't fit anymore that I had hand me downs." And I go, "I literally went to like you know Halloween City and paid five dollars for a gallon of blood." And just dumped it on myself and said, here you go, showtime. (laughs) Well, you throw in the long hair and the beard, and, man, you look like something Yeah, you've seen some of the pictures. You're walking around shirtless with hockey pants on. I've seen you in the locker room. My God. I know. That'd scare any infant. Those pecs? I had a blast. I love Halloween. How much do you bench? (laughs) You think I'd know I sit there all the time. (laughs) (laughs) See what you did there? No, I'm just saying, I love Halloween, yeah. and if, it, if there's any parents out there that are maybe listening, you know what, man? It's the spirit of just being with your friends and enjoying it. So, on this, with it where 
Is the bigger issue kids feeling insecure as a said in the article for canceling it and stuff or more of an issue with other kids being a dick and teachers and parents not training them not to be mean right. or make fun of somebody's costumes and stuff. I it's, can see that for sure. I don't, you know what? I don't remember ever teasing anybody. That's kind of the weird thing. I don't know what right. kids are like nowadays. I, you know, I grew up in an era with no internet. So, but, but even, <laughs> even back then kids were, kids were mean. You may not you know, have yeah, noticed it or you weren't that kids, way. But so. I don't remember somebody. I don't, I seriously, like I said, that's probably why I brought up the thing. We were different, obviously different ages sitting here at this table. I don't remember. I don't remember a Halloween going, Oh my God, look at Jason over there. I can't, can't believe that he's wearing Captain America this year. That you know, that's so terrible. That but was like his, three years ago. His Captain you know? America costume is so much better than my Captain America right. costume. Right. And everybody's ooing and on over this. It's all forgotten. That's the nice thing about our show is it's that we do forgotten. have quite an age demographic between all of us, you know, which is nice. I know this is a, a small segue, and I guess I kind of want to leave it to maybe uh, or, or tie it in with costumes. My mom worked her worked her tail off. Because she couldn't afford to give me, like, the Adidas, uh, like, workout, like, field day, like, suit. The know, jumpsuit. The jumpsuit type yeah. thing. Or the windbreaker suit and, and so pants. She, she made her pants. own. And I I told my mom, I was like, no, field day's tomorrow. Did she, she put the three stripes down the side, though? Oh, yeah, she did. Oh. You know. Was it was it, like, the fourth stripe, like, the ones you'd get no, at Payless? No, my mom did a great job. I'm not even going to tease her about it. No, she did. She, That's I, awesome. She did awesome. My mom was a seamless. Hey, I'm not trying to knock awesome. mom down. I am just putting it into perspective for our listeners that you didn't go with a four strike no, because no. you didn't want to have copyright I infringement. Soccer, I was a soccer guy. My mom wouldn't have done four stripes. Of course. She knows better <laughs> she than knows that. Better than All that. right. Just making sure. Just but making I, sure. I came home and I'm like, mom, field day, field day is can, uh, canceled tomorrow and they're going to do it Friday. And she's like, nope, I got a, got a letter, got a phone call. Nope, it field days tomorrow. Dude, I wore that jumpsuit two days in a row to school, and I don't remember ever getting teased. And I remember, well, like, maybe one kid said, is like, dude, you wore that yesterday. I was like, yeah, my mom made it, and you know what? She thought field day, you know, field day was day. I was in you know this is my favorite outfit. I slept in this last you know, night. I will I, wear it for five. Yes, days I straight. tell the story because clearly I do remember it, but I don't remember getting ridiculed about it throughout the you know those days. I well, you must have been one of the cool kids. No, I wasn't. Clearly, I'm not. Yeah, a cool there's kid no now. doubt about that. You definitely weren't definitely a cool not. kid. You guys, if you want a sweet costume, maybe a nice sweater, some skate detailing, tape, or accessories, go ahead and check out on your game pro shop. Well, boys, I want to talk about uh, something a little bit new to the show today. Uh, I was at actually at the gum shop, bought another gun, but I wanted to talk about like concealed carry, concealed like what's your guys' choice? What do you got? What are you choosing? You know, what guns do you have that if if you had to carry, it'd be the gun you'd use? Um, I don't I like I don't like guns. Um, yeah, I don't I like that people have guns. They shouldn't be able to use guns. Okay, so then Chris and Brent, how do you guys uh, feel? I kind of wish we were like Australia right now because that seems to be working out pretty well for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, being gunless. Yeah, it, it works well in Chicago, too. You're not allowed to conceal carry, yet they carry the highest murder rate in the entire I, nation. I personally like... Well, like you the, had mentioned earlier yeah, about like, your new pistol. I like the option that I can carry if I want to carry. Uh, um, the The... Pistol that I just bought uh, definitely isn't. It's a little bit 
too big to be a carry. Yeah, you know, I could get away with it, but it's the it's 1911 little. frame is a little bit larger than yeah. what you yeah, want. Yeah, but it's actually pretty slim because they're single stack, so they're fairly slim considering. Yeah. But you you would carry this pistol on an outside holster. It's definitely not a concealed carry. No, I gun. no, I would not. I would I would never display to the world that I'm carrying. If I was going to do it, I'd uh, probably have a shoulder mount. Yeah, but you could just shove this in the back of your pants. I mean, a, a 1911 could be something that or tucks in your belt, and you, you're good to go. You certainly could. You yeah. could. It's going to be a little uncomfortable yeah. for yeah, walking yeah. around. To, to answer your question, there is a gun that I have been looking at now for like four years. I've just always kind of struggled with the fact of, uh, I know this might seem a little weird. My dad has a lot of guns and I've never had the interest in purchasing one myself. Um, cause I knew that, you know, maybe someday I would probably get one of my dad's, you know? Um, so I just really never cared, cared to do it. Uh, the guys from vet sports gave me an opportunity to be a, a part of a special purchase, uh, to get the weapon that I have. And, uh, uh, my dad actually said, if you pass up this deal, he's like, you're going to kick yourself. He goes, that's a great opportunity for your first purchase. You've got a story that goes with it. You've got a great group of guys that you've been a part of. You've got a, like kind of almost that family. Yeah, it's feeling. more of a memento than it is a damn gun. And, right. And you can't beat that. And you like mementos. I am a memento person. You can't beat that frame, though. No, the, it's a beautiful that, gun. They always it's say easy. if you're going to carry pistols and own pistols, you have to have a 1911 in your If arsenal. you're American and you're a man, you have to have a 1911. Yes. And I don't have one right now. So. I'm not a man, then. Yeah, I'm not you're a man. Not, I'm no, American. I'm just not a man not. yet. What do you got, uh, Chris? Uh, two things. Yeah. Brent, if your dad has a lot of guns... I hope he does not get entrapped by the FBI as a member of a far right wing militia, because uh, that seems to be pretty common nowadays. News guy and, jumping and in here. Yeah. Also, too, uh, it's not necessarily an option to carry a gun. Uh, it's your right. To, yeah, you know, right. Yes. You, uh, there's you a difference between I have the, the right to no, choose. Yes, but no, you have the option to conceal carry or to not. No. That is an option. No. To carry not, a not pistol really. is not an option. That is a right. But to conceal carry, uh, that should also be is optional. Well, I agree with optional. constitutional carry myself, but yeah. they have open carry a I, rule that you have to go through an eight-hour course. Yes, now that now as an option, yes, I like that. It's an option to choose to, but it's not like you get to just choose without doing the work. You got to do. You the have work. to. You have right. to register and you have to get a license to do that. I don't yes, think you should have to. But. Or I open do. carry. I actually right. do. I, I, I do think that uh, after going through the, the CPL class that I went through and seeing some of the mutants out there trying to handle weapons, uh, I definitely think there needs to be – I don't want some idiot that didn't at least take eight hours sitting there walking around. Or even just a basic um, gun handling, gun loading, handling. unloading, discharging, where Absolutely. to point the gun and all of that. Yeah, see, I barely passed my CPL class because I wasn't proficient in hitting the target was all. Everything else was just fine. Are you being serious? But you don't take your CPL class with a concealed carry weapon. Yeah. They are not accurate They are at not all. that accurate. I, I, I took my CPL with a borrowed 9mm. What size was it? Full frame yeah, or concealed carry? Well, I have a, a conce- Actually, 4-inch barrel. That would have been a uh, concealed. Uh, so I have a three-inch barrel on my Glock 43. 43 single stack, and two of my fingers hang off from the the handle. Okay. Your fat 
my fat fucking fingers hang off from the handle. He I that one shot out terribly. I was there. <laughs> shot horribly. I think he hit the the paper size target like maybe two times. Oh my god! At really? Ten, at ten at, feet at some point in yards, time, I was like, "Can yards. somebody hand me a full frame pistol?" Because yeah, I, I think you end up finishing it with mine. I don't know that. I, I think he's like you're just nervous, and yeah. obviously you know what you know how to handle a weapon. So this guy did a really good job. He he. So no way. When we paid and passed the test, there's nothing that would have said that you can't get your license if you couldn't hit the target. That's not actually in the rules. But when we went in there, he had told us if you don't hit your target at ten yards. You know, it was like eight you're not out gonna of, pass. I remember gonna that pass. conversation too. Yeah, right. and he and and you only got so many rounds. Yes. and my grandfather was struggling because he had he was shooting Stefan's. Um, no, he was he was shooting his uh, no, he nine millimeter uh, Luger, not Ruger Luger. They wouldn't let him from the uh, like German war world war ii you mean yeah i'm sorry yeah world war ii no. the german war it was a german pistol rather okay. he wanted to shoot that but they wouldn't let him shoot those and he's rounds a, he's a so crack he shot up, with it he ended up shooting jay's pistol for the, the the test but he's he was 80 years old at the time when he did it yeah so hearing isn't that good and all the rules about loading and unloading grandpa is one who just stuff rounds just, in and make go it happen and he's safe about it. Don't get me wrong. He's never shot nobody. But the, this, the the teacher, <laughs> <you know> of. <laughs> the professor wanted to make sure that everybody was following the appropriate etiquette. Load seven rounds. Shoot seven rounds. Discharge magazine. Well, you know what? You, you mentioned that though. So, uh, so when I did mine, I, I do want to touch on what I do want to have to, if I was to carry. Yeah, yeah, you were saying you were looking at something. I was looking at something, but the uh, uh, quick touch on the the the, the actual class. the CPL course, the, yeah, the course. Is I went there and you know they line you up on the gun range. Yep. And I said I, I go, I'm really sorry I, I don't want to be in this spot. I go I want to be on on the far end. And you he, don't want to be in between two people. He goes he goes uh, why is that? I go I want everybody in front of me because I trust no one. And so he did all the way far Fair side enough. to the left, and I could see everybody. So I could I I I, I do not want a gun at my back if I can't see it. I I panicked. I could hear my dad's voice going. You know I just no way in we, hell. We we can fortunately say that uh, we had a private group, so it was we did a private class family. Yeah, I had like ten people there. And... Did you buy a Groupon? No, I just <laughs> I, it was I just signed up. <laughs> I just signed up with it, with it, a family. It was yeah. cheaper if you did eight eight people, I think, or was it six people? It would have been cheaper. Um, he actually gave us a pretty good deal. He's just a, a private guy who does this stuff. Yeah, he actually right do lives it. not too far from here, and he's a, a you know retired military, and this is his his shtick now. And I explained to him, I said, you know, I got about five or six of us that want to get our CPLs. I have an older gentleman that that's going with us. My grandfather, he's in his eighties, um, and then my my sister in law who isn't very super familiar with firearms although her her husband is so he's like yeah that sounds good i was like i'd rather do a private course than to be lumped in with a whole lot of people yeah. even if it costs a little well, bit more then your nerves will be even a little bit higher yeah shooting the gun handling the gun like, and it was I get it it was nice the way we did it jay was, oh, it was there great great it was the best thing we ever did we we had a, a small round table yeah. and everything was smooth Hotel. And we had some fun too yeah. even the, the guy said he goes this is the most fun group i've ever had this is so cool he goes with this small of a group we're gonna we're gonna shoot some targets we're gonna get through this stuff and then we're gonna have some fun we're gonna yeah. shoot left-handed we're gonna shoot you know, behind the back and through the lake. No, I'm joking. Uh -huh. Over top of seven. <laughs> Shoot the apple core off his head. Right. 
But no, it was, you know what was really nice about it? I'll put, it, and, and, and this will sum it all up. I mean, we got to go with some people that we were comfortable with, but he took, he did a couple exercises with us that made us stress out a little bit while we were trying well, to use the Well, you have to have gun. a stress factor in there. You do. Or even like, he was like, he gave us these fake gun and holsters, and he was like, he had someone at eight, the, <laughs> the max distance of which you could shoot somebody and not go to prison for it, right? Like. Because if you shoot anybody under X amount of distance from you, I think I think it, when you said eight, it was probably about eight to ten yards, something I like that. I forget what he said, how the distance, but it was like legally, if they could prove you shot them any further than that, then like you can be liable for you, your you, life. You did not exhibit the the chance yeah. for escape. Yes, right. yeah, something like that. So he put that person at that distance, and then he gave them. Like, they had like a plastic knife, or he did, and he would walk at you. And as soon as he started walking, you had to pull your gun out of your holster and bring it up and. He got you to realize, like, man, when I pull that out, and if and it was a random holster, none of us knew. Space like, got cut. In Stefan, half. I think, even remembers. I, got I was stuck. The, I was the demo. Yeah. He, so got this stuck. particular holster, he gave us a fake gun, and it was in a holster. Well, this holster has a push button oh, to well, release yep. the pistol. So I'm yanking my belt off to pull the pistol. And that was the lesson. Like, hey, get understand be familiar with yeah. your equipment. Repeat, yes. repeat, repeat. Re- yeah. Yes. So, and, and then after, that was the whole thing. I think with like you have to shoot your target, getting you to shoot under some kind of stress. Like, oh my god, if I don't do this, I'm not going to pass stress. And he's like, imagine if someone you actually had to do this for your life. Like, imagine if it's life or death. He's like, you're you just have to learn and shoot a lot to be comfortable with the gun and comfortable with the draw. And see, with that being said, now now I will go back to what I am looking at because you know my. Right, like I said, I, when I talk guns, I get excited because I think of my dad. I think oh, of all the times I've shot awesome. with my dad. You know what? I want a Smith & Wesson 686. It's a 357 Magnum that's hammerless. I don't want it catching up on anything. No. I want, you know, I want to pull and go. I want a revolver. Well, you want the revolver is like the pump shotgun of guns. Yeah, it is like it's the you pull the trigger and it goes bang. The problem is, is you only get six, six to eight, depending, but six shots. You know what? Three fifty-seven is loud. When people start ducking, I can I can start running if I need well, to. Well, and that's a big bang. You can shoot through a car door with that <laughs> thing. Speaking of loud, I did enter into a raffle for a fifty caliber. I don't know if I could necessarily use a CCW for that, but a fifty no, no, cal. A C- a if you win a fifty cal. I will buy it from you. Uh, uh, C- no, uh, we're going to blow up your car with it. And then I'll buy it from you. That's fine. So CCW is actually a charge. A CPL is oh, concealed well, pistol license. And a lot. Like CCW, concealed, concealed something, something weapon. Carrying concealed weapon. Oh. CCW, which is illegal. Well, fuck me. I like the Third Amendment. Well, right. now you know. And a 50 cal definitely would not be considered a CPL. Yeah, and no, that thing's bigger than you. you can own that. You don't need a, a, a certificate to own that. And you're definitely not concealed carrying it. No, no. that wouldn't fit. Jay, what, 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 you know, you're preferred. What are you yeah. carrying, Jay? So, Let's go okay. around the table well, on who's carrying what. Here's what and why. And for listeners, grab a pen and a piece and a notepad. Well, I got my pen and no, notepad. I, it's not that bad. So, number one, I'm going nine millimeter all day long. Why? Because. A, they're a smaller bullet, so you can whatever gun you're gonna choose to go with, you can fit more of them than you can a 45. That's number one. Number two is the recoil factor. Mm-hmm. So A, I already have more bullets to send down range, and typically from frame to frame, you're gonna get three plus, three plus more than a 45, yep. even if they both do a staggered stack. 
but the nine millimeter has less recoil, which means I'm going to be more accurate with every single shot. So hands down, the nine millimeter is the most deadliest weapon that you're going to give me that I'm going to take as a self-defense. Plus with the bullet coefficients these days, nine, the nine millimeters are the ballistic coefficients are more right up efficient. there. They're well, right up there. And, the, and they're reasonably priced. And, and then the price of them, you know, if you do want to target shoot, you know, that's a good round. It's just to me, I'm looking at how much can I get? How many can I let off? Because, like, in a situation, I'm probably going to rip off four or five, not even aiming. I need more. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who's in a stressful situation where I'm going to pull my head up and pull my gun and aim at you. I'm probably going to no, stick it over the countertop and bang, bang a couple times. You know what I mean? Like, you're scary. Throw, off. You're going to put it on like throwing a punch. I'm you're, just going to chuck some lead. I'm chucking lead downrange. Get out of the way. Well, I just I just said to, we to all go want on your it thing, to be a warning. Yeah. That's why I said three fifty seven. Yeah, because it's loud. That's a big people's gun, heads gun, go yeah. down. Yes, yeah. Oh, I people's pay heads come off. Yeah, <laughs> serious recoil head. at that. I, I I I just do. I have. I guess this is like the classic argument that we could have here is like you're sitting here talking to a guy, man. I was like, I, you know what? Give me my six seven shot revolver. I'm happy as hell, and you're over here. Going, you know what? I I want more ammo, and but I've never really had personally not been able to go out shooting with a, a good clip fed nine millimeter that hasn't been like, oh my gosh, I got a jam. Oh my gosh, dry fire. You right. know, it, it seems like there's always been something that's even reinforced my beliefs. Right, right. And you can't go wrong with a a, a like for a woman. If you're buying your wife a gun, a revolver's a revolver, very good gun. Yeah. I mean, she grabs it, she pulls the trigger, and it's a long trigger pull. It is. So it's not one she's accidentally going to – I mean, you squeeze it, and it's going bang. And and so, yes, there's – obviously, but it, it, for me, I'm going the 9 Did nine you just millimeter. call me a woman? No, yes. no, 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 no. Absolutely. You said a three fifty seven. I ain't giving no woman a three fifty seven revolver. That's a big gun. I don't even – I mean, that's a big gun. So, but I'm saying for me, I'm going semi-automatic. Now, for carry concealed – I'm definitely doing something concealed. For me, I carry a P365 SIG. So that's my gun of choice. There's many reasons as why I actually shot the Glock. It's a single stack, so it holds way less. And I it was too small in the hand to shoot accurately. Mm-hmm. My 365, I mean, I shot I shot that. I shot the Hellcat, which the Hellcat actually holds one more round than my gun does. Uh, again, a very not feeling good in the handgun. Right. Um, I shot the Ruger's concealed, uh, SR9 concealed. Not a fan of that. Uh, again, didn't shoot well. I held well, but but that SIG, out of all the guns I shot, shot comfortably and smooth and is very accurate. Um, that's if I'm going concealed. If I'm going full, full size without owning one, I'm, be- I'm torn between a Glock... 42 and probably the FNN. Um, I'm forgetting the model number, maybe 509, if I can remember correctly. I, you know, I have shot Glock. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Glock. I don't like it. They're 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 another like the the guns are you can't deny that they're a good gun. You just can't. Yeah. They they don't have many issues. It's just not for me. They're just not my favorite gun. I will own one. There are multiple reasons as to why because the Glock is the most one of the most owned guns out there. And when it mm-hmm. comes to needing a gun on the road, where if you come across some but a dead body or something, you're most likely going to be able to exchange magazines, and and that's something that's huge. Plus, Glock has 
all their magazines fit all their different guns. So you like know, you yeah, really have a universal. And when you're on a bug out situation, you don't want to be worrying about all these different rounds and all these different magazines you have to carry. You want to be able to carry everything the same. And so that's something that I think Glock offers. Yeah. And, and, you, and they also run dirty. They, so you can they they, they are uh, yeah. always on even if they got dropped in the mud. There, or, yeah. You can th- rinse them off in the muck and could, they're going to shoot. You can grab your Glock out of the river and it will so, still fire. Yeah. So, yeah, they have they have their things. But I'm up in there. Uh, I will own a Glock. Absolutely, hands down. It's, it will be between that and the FN on my next purchase of 9mm. If I had to pick a different round, I'm thinking 10mm. It's just for its bull coefficients. Or or a 40 for that matter. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, the 10 mil is just like, it's it's a rare round, kind of, yeah. not rare, rare, but it's it, you don't hear it very often. Right. But it is, its performance is outstanding. And Glock makes a really badass version of hmm. the 9 to 10 mil. But, yeah, so that's why I'm sticking with 9 on my carry. Um, it's also, obviously, the concealed for me. My P35 is super tiny. I can put it in my coat pocket. I can put it in my vest pocket. I can put it I can put it in my actual jeans pocket and you really can't see the outline of it that well. Um it goes anywhere and everywhere and it's it holds 11 plus 1 or 10 plus 1 I think. So I'll be honest, I probably drink too 10 much plus to carry. One. What yeah, you I, do what? I drink too much to carry. Yeah, well that's the other issue. You, you, know, you can't be drinking. I'm very... social events, I'm running tournaments, I'm doing all this kind of stuff and, and the last thing that I need is to get in trouble. Yeah, no, you can't you, carry. You know, so it's yeah. nah, not doing it. No, no, and that's that's but that's what it is. You know what I mean? Like when I get to if I have a drink or two, I just take the gun, disassemble it, put it in the bed of the truck. That way it's not anywhere to be, you know what I mean? And that's what you have to do. You have to separate the ammunition from the gun and it has to be where it can't be reached and it has to be locked away. That's why I haven't owned a gun. Yeah. So to and from, if you're willing to do that, to and from. Like if I go downtown and I'm go- I know I'm going to have some drinks, I want that gun on the way downtown. Now on my way back, that's a different story. I'm gonna have to put it away. Right. You may like have I had said, a, my a hands are registered. Yeah. I'm gonna take my chances. Right. You probably need the gun more on the way out of downtown. You probably do. So, but it's just you know that that be, uh, the ability, right? I can do that if I choose to. So it just has to be continue to go around, you know, talking about what we're carrying. So your first pistol is a 1911, right, Brent? Yes. You need a Kimber. Ch- yeah, a Kimber 1911. Uh, what I really want is a Smith & Wesson 686 hammerless. So you want something smaller yep. to carry, Until obviously. he buys that, then he'll want something else again. Yeah, it's I how want, it I want a three-inch barrel. I, I want a, a snub nose. Yep. Right. So. But his next gun is going to be that. So it, 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 to you know, kind of wrap up the, the round the table about what we're carrying, I I carry a 9mm Glock 43, single stack 6 plus 1. Um, it's a little bit bigger frame, a little heavier, very little inaccurate. It's at. a little bulkier compared to my 380 Ruger that I prefer to carry. And I put a little belt loop uh, tab on my action or on my slide. So you can hang it off your purse when you go out? Exactly. <laughs> yes, I can hang it on my keychain. I can hang it from the rear view mirror. It well, clips on everything. I don't like holsters. Um, no? It, when, you, when you conceal carry... In the summertime, you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt, right? Yep. So, uh, to throw a holster in there, that's just another spot to collect moisture and sweat and all of that. So, I prefer just to carry the pistol if I can put it in my pocket. Great, but I integrated these like jackknife clips that oh. bolt onto the gun. Oh yeah, I sent you that. Didn't so I? now I can clip it yeah. right 
above my my ass crack in the back of my belt and i prefer to carry the 380 because it's very very slim and small it looks like the, the noisy weight, cricket yeah, it doesn't pull down yeah does it, it's hard i hardly even notice it's there but it's something that i have mm-hmm. if i'm going out with the family downtown to the mall or you know somewhere where you just never know right They're awesome i i, I, I rarely one. carry though uh, same point as brent you know a lot of times i'm out social or, and, and yeah. i might have a beer or two or i just don't think about it i keep them you know hidden away from the family or well from case i mean obviously denal knows where the pistols are and the shotgun and right, right, the right. rifles but i prefer to carry that 380 most i don't like shooting that gun as much but it'll do in a pinch i'd prefer to carry the nine millimeter well that's my thing i was gonna say earlier there's no replacement for displacement so with you with the big boy like hey man you don't want to have that big round and not have it i on the other hand don't want to have that extra bullet and not have it well and that three that 380 compared to the nine millimeter that round isn't that much different in size so if you can get more compact with the pistol i i mean my 380 is is probably more than half the size you're gonna knock so you shoot somebody in the head with the 22 and they're dead so right yep yep yeah so i think we could probably put a pin in gun talk I just, well, I like the Chris. Loudness. Chris never got to tell me what he has. Yeah, I like to carry around my PP7. Bond, James. <laughs> Bond. Thank you. Is it gold? <laughs> no, <laughs> I could never figure out the cheat code to get that. Fair enough. Gold and I. We'd like to uh, give a shout out to Skates Pro Shop. Go ahead and check them out for skates, sticks, pucks, and more. All right, guys. How about some hockey talk, eh? What a great first week of hockey. Has it not been? My gosh, this week has been impressive. All of the the teams that we've thought were going to be. You're garbage. You're garbage. You're garbage. They have not lost a game yet. Chris (laughs) is like, Chris is over here winning. The the wings are looking really good right now. The Kraken, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, well, that is true. Yeah, the Kraken are struggling. They are struggling. But they might turn it on. Yeah. you never know. It's early, boys. It's early. It's it, not a hockey left. It is true. It you know is what? early. It, it has been the first week of hockey, and we were talking before the show, and you know what, Stefan? Why don't you give us a little heads up on this Larkin ordeal in week one that sent him uh, on the couch for a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had to serve a sussy. He got a one-game suspension for a sucker punch after taking a, a, a really – nasty yeah. i shouldn't say nasty it was a questionable uh check from behind from uh matthew joseph and wasn't that uh the tampa bay lightning right yes the, so that was the first game for the wings you, second game for the see, lightning you've seen it i saw it um how do you feel okay let me start with this how do you feel about larkin suspension I, he, he gets hit from behind he jumps up and he bla- he blasts him right in the I, mouth. you know and that's the thing with the nhl that i you see so much of that crap. I think Larkin was a, a bit under a microscope for that. Um, there's so much of that stuff that goes be, um, behind the whistle. Uh, and, and Larkin and um, and Joseph 
have exchanged text messages back and forth. They're all well, cool. it's a new generation. You know, Larkin was concerned. <laughs> right. That's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember Dino Cicerelli the, saying, I wish I never sh- I shook that asshole's hand yeah, when he was talking about Claude LeBron. Well, oh, that was... Uh, um, With the Draper hit. It was uh, McCarty. Darren McCarty who said that. It was a, a Dar- It was McCarty. I yes. Go, hey, sorry. You know didn't what? mean to correct I, you on, on, the, on the live stream. You'll be corrected later because you can Google it. Darren McCarty didn't have anything to say because they actually fought. Dino uh Dino Cicerelli said it. Was it Cicerelli hand- or Kosher that said that? No, it was Dino. Was it Dino? the handshake line. Well, hey, you know what? Ask me. You might be right. Because you want to know how I it know? It was one of those three. I was, I was in my head, lived it. <laughs> I did. I, I saw it. I, I remember seeing Jay's it over as there well. In the corner looking it up right now. But I was I was much younger than than you at the time. So no, uh, you weren't even born. I will defer. No, yes, I was, was definitely born, alive because the Colorado Avalanche. I know were, was a joke. So. Chris, quit being such a butt fuck. So uh, the, the whole thing with that is like, I really was like, okay, you know what? When it happened, I watched it and I was like, yep. Larkin, he's he's got a game. I and I'm looking at this how I would respond. Yep, Larkin's got a game. And I'm not gonna lie. I looked at Joseph and say, you know what? I'm gonna give you a game too. Let's just even this up, make it go away. Uh, I think Joseph not getting anything leaves a little animosity. Or give them both two minutes. I wouldn't do two minutes. Two minute roughing, no, two minute. No, no, no. Okay, so give them both five minutes. Five minutes for the rough. Five minutes for the check. In, in almost a situation like that, I guess the. You got two sucker punches, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah, I can see where you're going Larkin with that. Larkin gets hit from behind; he never sees it coming. That's and a then, sucker shot. That's a sucker shot, and mm-hmm. then Larkin gets up, and, and then he gives him a sucker punch. You know what? Both of you guys hit, hit the shower. You're done. You both get a game. Okay, boom. They're off the ice. Hopefully, things go back to normal. If the NHL then the NHL then could have stepped in and said, "Hey, they already already sat their game. Hopefully, you guys learned your lesson. We aren't going to put up with any bullshit this year." Well, we've seen that. That's in you know definitely indi- indic- indicative. indicative of the cross checking yes. that's going on. We're watching this stuff unfold in front of us. Like any two hands on the stick to push somebody to wall <laughs> out of the way of the goalie. It's almost everything. It's almost over the top. It is. It, it's more. You know, because I've seen some guys like legitimately blast somebody and they get their penalty, you know. And then I see somebody kind of like, one. and then somebody just shoving out. somebody out of the way, and without really taking any liberty. Not like an aggressive push. Yeah. You're just kind of nudging somebody with your hand on your stick, like you're ready for a puck, and you're getting two minutes. How are you supposed to clear the front of the net? Even as a beer leaguer, I have more respect for the guy that like laughs at me and says, "You know what, Brent? You can't be here." And instead of blasting me, he and I have escorts to, me. We'll call it. I, I, yes, no, you nailed it. That's perfect. You're you're going to give them. You're you're pushing on on your skates to shove them away, and your two hands are on your stick, and your stick is gently pressed like a bumper, yeah. pushing somebody off the side of the road. We're not talking about the extension of the hands and the jamming. And the chops. Yeah. Those hurt, and those aren't fair. Those need to be outlawed. I agree Absolutely. with that. But these little ones, if the stick is in the way between you and your body pushing somebody to the wall and you're not egregiously pushing, I think that's all fair. I I, I agree. I, I definitely think there has to be some way uh... – some middle ground, I guess, of the whole thing. And I, you know what? The, from the sportsman side of it, I appreciate it. I love it. You know, we had Mike Dewey on the show, and and even he said it. Hey, you can't stay here. Gonna have to take you out of here. Yeah. And you know what? He escorts me, and I, I go. You know, I gotta come back. The the you rent know, is due. So you get pushed out, and you circle hockey. back now around, and then he does it again. Absolutely. 
So I just think that if you're going to give a lark in a game, you, you might as well give Joseph a game. So there's no that, no hangover or animosity between the two clubs. And I think everything, I agree with you. I think everything worked out smooth in all of that. Larkin was like, hey, you know, I, I probably overreacted in my um, my retaliation towards Joseph on he the hit. just jump right up. Because he had taken a shot like that last season that landed him in some trouble. And he had to get, you know, repair. Not to, and he was not out to half cut the you season. off on that because he, he did. He screwed up his season. Did you see Jamie Benn just did it the other night again? Is that right? He did it again. And, Repeat offender. Yeah. So and, is he on no your watch list? He was called on that one either. Is he more on your watch list than uh, Wilson this season? Well, you, you know what? It's it's tough to put uh, Jamie Benn on there. Um, I watched the Larkin thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just think Jamie's a lot stronger than Larkin, and I think he just kind of drove him to the oh my ice gosh. instead of, you know, I don't know. I got gotcha. you. It's, it's kind of tough for me because he's, you know what, mano y mano, you're looking at him, but mm-hmm. I understand one head down, you got a stick on the back of the neck, but it's not like I don't, I don't see the chopping, I don't see the right. aggression, I see kind of a steering, and Jamie's just stronger than Larkin. Let's just. Be right, honest about right, it. right. You know, and I think the the game the other day, I can't recall who it was against, but Jamie did it again. And I guess I kind of look at it the same way. I'm like, hey, you got a bigger, stronger center going against a, a smaller, you know, solid center. Don't get me wrong. But he says, you know what? You're not going to be in my way, and I'm going to put you in a spot. Right. You know, so yep. that's kind of it's, – it's tough. Well, and, and the NHL's defense on Larkin punching Joseph from behind, we, we saw this happen. It, with Todd Bertuzzi, um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now. It it was after a hit on Naslin, who was uh, that the captain of Vancouver at the time, and he fell to the ice, and he has not been the same since. It wrecked his career. So I do, I do understand the fact that you know, we have to crack down on those from behind attacks. I totally agree with. I don't you. think it's appropriate. I think I like I like Larkin. Don't get me wrong. I I'll go to bat for him all day, but it was kind of a shitty move on his on his behalf. And the fact that he did reach out and apologize to Joseph for his retaliation, and that Joseph had the opportunity to apologize for maybe getting him in the numbers a little bit more than what he wanted to. Then he should have. I think that's classy. Or the, yeah, or then he should have. Actually, it's probably the better way to say that. You're right. Um, you know, I just, I, yeah, I don't know. But with that being said, though, that first game, Larkin's gone. Now, now, now we have Bertuzzi. Right. Okay. So the nephew of the, the Todd, Todd Bertuzzi, Bertuzzi mentioned, mentioned just a him. minute ago. I've always been a Todd Bertuzzi fan. I've, you know, I, is a hot rod. If, I mean, his nephew is now like probably the, I dare I say, the next hot rod for the Wings. Like the next dad suit, perhaps? I've, I don't think he's Russian, obviously. No, he can't do no, that. No, but no, 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 no. I, I what does he have? To... Five goals in six games? Yeah, he's got five goals now in, in three games, which is he's actually he was tied actually with Kopitar uh, for the league lead in goals. What's really impressing me is like, um, you know, kind of segue in talking about the Wings in their first three games here is the energy. Um, Bart, uh, uh, Tyler Bartuzzi, man, if you could wrap up fire and cocaine, 
<laughs> I, and I'm not. I'm not saying you know. You know well, that's going. Hey, that's going to lead us into yeah. our next story after yeah, this. Yeah. I like how you did that there. <laughs> that 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 kid, man. I would love to uh, skate with him, man. You can see the passion, the love, the intensity. That guy loves to win, and it doesn't matter if he's in the middle of a scuffle. He's doing whatever it is. He's got a toothless smile that goes ear. He looks ear. like a, janel, a jack o' lantern yeah, out there, and he's amazing. smiling ear to ear all the time. He's got wicked long flow. He kind of looks like Oscar the Grouch or like Grimace or something all mixed together, except he's not fat. And he's lovable, and he loves the game. He's just having so much fun. And I know that you can attest to that because you love watching people smile when they play hockey. Oh, I just happy I, to be out here. I love that stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, and you know what? Before we jump in a little bit more of this, uh, to go back uh, to the Dino Cicerelli, uh, I did screw up on my quote a little bit. But the actual quote is... Who did I, it come from? Dino Cicerelli. It was Dino. He says, I can't believe I shook his hand. And he was talking about Claude Lemieux. Talking about Claude it Lemieux. It was Cicerelli. It was Dino All right, Cicerelli. Well, I apologize. Yep. That's The onus is on me. I messed up. Yep. I was thinking it was McCarty or Coaster. That said that. No, I had to look it up because I do remember Dino Dino in the interview. I knew it was one of the tough guys. Oh. I couldn't remember. I, I have the DVD sitting over there on the shelf. I'll show it to you after the podcast. You know what the fun thing is? Is like uh, we're sitting here talking about Bartuzzi. Dino Cicerelli was right in that same line. That guy was a great guy, too. You know, he's yeah. having fun. He's having fun. He likes mixing it up. He's scoring goals. He's I just doing like, it all. Oh, man. I think Bertuzzi's probably... A notch above those guys. Uh, it's just the way the game's gone. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely he, he can really show up, play, and put the puck in the net, but he isn't afraid to be the first person in to defend a teammate who was slighted uh, on dude, the ice. He did. He he's done it nonstop already in the first three games. I, he's a complete player. I think it's fantastic. The one thing that really surprised me: game one, game two, I guess, game three, we could go is that move the hands that Bartuzzi is exhibiting I, I I've always felt like he's kind of had decent hands but to sit there and go between the legs and split the D in one of them's headman right are you kidding me right now the Stanley Cup champion <laughs> headman's an amazing I'm, defenseman. I'm going to break your ankles and send the puck through your legs and dangle around you like you're a pylon he has exhibited some like, like you're a road cone sitting on the ice and I got to deke around you. I'm very impressed. The wings are taking me by surprise. They now, are taking, I think they're all of us. right. We, now. we are all early in the season. We've seen the, um, the, the Buffalo Sabres coming out on a hot streak. We've seen Tampa struggle, Colorado struggle. Uh, there's teams out there that like Columbus has been doing great. Uh, Detroit just handed them their first loss. Yep. In the beginning of stretch of the season. Now, it's still early, but I think it's going to be an interesting season, especially if, you know, obviously we're homers with the wings. If they can, um, you know, like put this all together and do a complete season with it. Could you imagine? I, Chris, Chris all of a sudden gets points for the wings the being wings. in the playoffs. The wings, uh, Columbus, you know. You pick two teams that have no business being in the final uh, or, or in the playoffs, rather. They have a cannon. They deserve to go all the way to the Columbus final. has a cannon and yes. the Red Wings have a squid. Yes. Florida Florida's doing Florida's doing what we expected them to do. You know, they're playing really well. Like you said, Buffalo. Um 
Great stadium. That awesome city. Surprising me. It really is. Especially without, I don't think the Eichel's playing. Yeah, oh, no, Eichel's, Eichel is on the, the chopping block as far as being sold right now, as far as I know. And there's a lot of teams out there that are offering him, hey, come sign with us and you can get your elective surgery anywhere you want. Hey, Stevie Y, look into it. Honestly, that wouldn't be a bad idea. If Steve Eiserman listens to this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. That would be yeah, impressive. We already in think own. you're a badass, but if you really want to be a badass, fire blast. Please email fire us. Bla- <laughs> I, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was for you. <laughs> oh, from me. you. Yes. Uh, maybe he could also send his team directions. You know what? Uh, <laughs> we'll get. I'm, I'm looking at the list of things to talk to talk about here, but let's stick it with the Don't. NHL. Yes, um, Stefan, I'd like to like to bring up the uh, 21 games in Kane. Yes. All right. So. Evander Kane again, like obviously we've been talking. I I swear to God, if you searched our podcast and Evander Kane's name together, he's mentioned on almost every episode in the past five weeks. So, and as somebody who runs hockey tournaments, that's not a good thing. That is not a good thing. I agree with you 100% on that. If I have to hear your name more than once in a weekend, that's not good. You're bad. So, show up like his fake Moderna shot, exactly. So, uh, well, the, the hammer's been put down on him based on that fake uh, <laughs> God, yeah. God bless you Jay. Oh, you are right man. over there I still thought here. that one was going to be silent I'm pretty sure that everybody's <laughs> earballs are gone that one hurt now. honestly I, I think I think I locked some knocked some stuff loose inside oh my, my gosh well uh, we all have COVID and so do our listeners <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could easily catch it through the microphone um, oh, so Evander Kane gets Pretty a 21 much. game suspension because of the fake vaccine card. Now this kid, we've, I feel like a broken record over here. I'm talking about him like trying to get out of his own way week after week after week. Yet he's still in the gall darn headlines. What gives you think that they're going to deal him? You know what? Like what? You, I get, you know me. He's gone. He he's a distraction. Yes, I don't want that in my locker. In room. fact, during the hockey game the other day, they were talking about leading scorers up to whatever. They had some table up mm-hmm. there, right? And Evander Kane was at the top of the table. He was not listed. He, they basically have canceled him entirely. They went to the second in line as their leading scorer based really? on the past 12 months or whatever it was. If they'll it, trade him. He'll end up in Ohio somewhere. I don't know that Which they'll trade fine. him. Wrong directions. Whatever. The problem is, is that he Maybe is. Maybe it would be good for him, though. A new crowd, you know. Uh, it's San Jose, way too close to Las Vegas, is gambling debts. He's going through a divorce. Um, Send him to Milwaukee. He's, I don't care. Basically, the suspension that he is facing would pay off his gambling debts that he owes, but he was too <laughs> damn dumb to just say, I don't want to be vaccinated, and they can't do anything about it except for say you can't play in New York and you can't play in Canada. Yeah, exactly. So you sit there. And so why lie? We've already been talking about Bartuzzi. Bartuzzi already said that, hey, you know what? I don't want to get the COVID vaccine, and I know I can't play in New York, and I know I can't play And he's in forfeiting Canada. half a million dollars doing so. Yep. And he's like, okay, this I'm is my choice. My right. choice. Now, Evander's like, hey, you know what? I need the money because I, I like to gamble. You know, that's the way it feels, whether it is what it's not. That's, what, I, that's, oh, that's what I'm reading. What yeah. 
he he's in bankruptcy right now. He, he's cha- he filed chapter eleven bankruptcy. You're absolutely right. He's in his own way. Um, twenty one games. I wish I could say. I guess this is kind of where I'm kind of caught because I I want to have empathy for the guy and I can say you know what, give him ten games. Let him think about his poor choices, you know, and say hey you know what you don't want to get the vaccine. That's fine. That's your choice. You just can't go to Canada. You can't play in New York. Okay, done. And then he can go, okay, I'll play, you know, I'll sit out my 10 games and and then I get back into the season and I'll miss these games. Instead, he's going to miss 21 games. And I don't see him coming back in those 21. I don't see him coming back. Who who plays first, Evander Kane or Eichel? Oh, I can't do that. Who's back in the lineup first? I can't do that one. One's injury based and one's. I know it's just for fun. Yeah. What would you think? I I, I say Eichel. I think Eichel's going before this guy. I don't think he suits up in the NHL locker room this season. I think what bothers me the most about it is like, I genuinely don't want to see someone fail. And I think Evander Kane is an amazing hockey player. He brings grit. He's got the mouth. He can score. He's there for his teammates. He really is a, a really kind of an all-around good. He, he's great missing one player. corner puzzle piece, and this is all of the shenanigans that are going it on is. over it's here. It's all in one piece that are turning every NHL team away from him. And I don't know where San Jose is on all this, but it seems like he's been scrubbed. I th- I, I do think, and I would hope. You know, I think uh, people do need a second chance in life and and when they, you know things go sideways you know you 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 need to pick me up if a new city is willing to take him in i would hope that that change of scenery could change or help assist in changing behavior yeah, yeah. i think you know where a good spot for him to go not detroit no las vegas yeah, right there. Las Vegas, grab him up. He just plays for free to pay off his gambling debt. You know debt. what? Send him to Seattle. <laughs> Send him to Seattle. You know? Get him out there. You know? Yeah, get him on the crack with the crackheads up there. That's perfect. He, the Kraken would need a player to be a who's – their, who's their number one great guy up there? Go. Give me a there, name. Uh, Giordano. Okay. Give me somebody that's – okay, Giordano's not that great. He's their captain. That is, I put a he's C a on gr- your chest doesn't mean you're a he's superstar. He's a great defensive player and a good locker room okay. leader. I, did you hear me? Like, I like a name. You put him in a uh, as a coach. A lot of coaches. Uh, realize, I have a lot of names in my mind that I cannot fabricate to words right but, now. But I, what, what I'm trying to say but is, you have a good point. As a coach, you find your troublemaker and then you make him responsible. You give him duties. You make him a lead her leader, so then all of a sudden now he has to be on that pedestal where all eyes really are looking, and then you can see a change in that behavior. I've seen it a, a hundred times through coaching. I, 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 yeah. I, you know, you put him on a team where they have no true leadership. You know, I'm not saying true leadership like Gardano is not that guy, but he's not the superstar. "Quote unquote name no, lights guy." No, he he's pushing forty. He's on his way out. He's not going to be the the first and last captain for Seattle. Right. He's a great choice for Seattle, and they do have a lot of marquee names, and none of them are coming to my brain right now. Um, because they're not that marquee. They're they're not over the top. We're <laughs> we're not talking about a Braden Point. We're not talking about a Tyler Bertuzzi. We're not talking about a Steven Stamkos. 
you know, Victor Hedman. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about guys like that, but they do have a good core. I agree with you. It'd probably be a good spot for him. I, actually, uh, San Jose is a good spot for him if he can figure this out and fix it and, and, and you know, pick things I up. I think the damage is done. But too. a 21-game suspension, he barely even made it. I don't even know if he did um, preseason. I don't think he did. He played any preseason. And I don't know that he participated in training camp, for that matter, with all of this nonsense going on. I don't think so either. So he's on the lam right now. I think he's still getting paid, but I'm not sure. I know he's not getting paid for those 21 games, though. I just don't want to see talent thrown away if there's an opportunity to rectify a career and, 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 more importantly, a human. You know, right. So right. I, I, we, we, we make jokes here and make statements, but I, I really do hope Evander, uh, Kane, uh, for, for a tough love conversation, you know, get your head out of your ass, brother. You are a talented hockey player and you're throwing it all away. Yep. Well, I think we, we put a pin in that one. Let's move on to, um, Jimmy Hayes. Uh, so the late Jimmy Hayes passed away. What uh, podcast was he on? Three again? months ago, uh, the uh, co-host of um, Missing Curfew, and his cause of death was recently released, and it was found in his system of uh, fentanyl and cocaine. Yeah. So th- this guy, like, I never met him myself, but all the testimony I found from former NHL players, current NHL players, anybody that knows him, he has a younger brother or yeah, younger brother, Kevin Hayes, who plays for Philadelphia Flyers right now. He is currently in the NHL and his eulogy and everything they've said about this, this cat was Jimmy was the type of person who would not turn down anybody for an autograph. He'd walk up to any of us beer leaguers sitting around this table. And if we happen to be at an event together, he'd pull us right under his wing, throw his Rolex Rolex watch on our wrists, and say, "You're king shit tonight." And he'd visit the children's hospitals. He had two kids of his own, and the night or the day after his child's second birthday passed away. Just a little recap on what we talked about earlier. Now. The cause of death comes out. We're talking about right. some illicit drugs that are in his system. Where do you go on that, Brent and Chris? I heard those are both ingredients in the vaccine. That's all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm Thanks, not, Pfizer. <laughs> I, I'm not taking that route. I don't know that he was vaccinated or unvaccinated. It was not uh, privy. 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 I love I love throwing that one out for you guys. You know what? He's over here puking in the corner. I, 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 you guys know I don't listen to this stuff. Um, I, but I will say in in my life I've been around a lot of people that uh, are great, amazing people. Unfortunately, addiction is a terrible, terrible monster. Um, Oh yeah, you know um, it's true. I don't care what your 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 vice is, and, you know, whether it's alcohol, drugs, uh, gambling. Evander Kane. We just got him talking about this. Tobacco or tobacco sex. or sex. Yeah, absolutely. Or and, f- cocaine. Or cocaine. Or guns in Jay's case. You know, I do like guns. And, and, and part of the thing that kind of I I did grow up in a household, you know, and maybe we'll talk about it later on our 
another show that I did grow up in a household uh, where uh, alcohol and drugs, uh, were, you know, I don't want to say were around, but it was a very hot topic because my, my dad assisted with um, with teens and my, you know, my cousin that uh, we brought him into the family. So we we had those hard conversations as a kid um, about drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. Um, there are a lot of good people out there that make poor choices. I mean, not to throw anybody under the bus, but I'm sitting at sitting at a table with three other guys that have, have done the same thing. We've all made poor choices. Let's oh, yeah, honest. definitely Jay and Chris have made a lot of poor choices. You and me, not so <laughs> Listen, much. Listen, I'm going to put it to you this way. You I'm give, the one that's not married. You so. give me millions of dollars... And, and like Stefan was saying a little bit earlier about, you know, these guys are all, a lot of these guys are hopped up on a lot of kind of pain, pain pills, uh, opioids. They get addicted. Next thing you know, you're, at a par- you're, you're trying to find that opioid because you're addicted. And then someone's like, hey, man, you want to do some cocaine? And even if they don't, I'm giving that guy the benefit of the doubt. Bro, you're hanging around millionaires. Cocaine's rolling around. Yeah. And two, you're playing a game, a, a sport, which requires you to be on the ice and 100% a lot more than what, most people, your most average person would ever even be able to uh, to compete with, if that makes any sense. So yeah, these guys are doing some stuff. It doesn't it doesn't change character. I mean, if I find out later down the road that you're a child molester or you're into this or you're into that, cool. That's we, a game changer we, we can, for me. We can talk it a little bit different. But <laughs> dude's doing some cocaine. Like, hey man, he ain't hurt nobody. I mean, hurt himself. But you know, it, which is terrible. The bigger thing is, is it's like biggest, a rock star. It's it's. Here's the bigger question: is Drugs are always going to be around. They've been around forever. The problem is is that cocaine is getting spiked with fentanyl, and this is like nothing new. This has been the last like five years. It's been getting spiked right. with fentanyl. The last two or three years, a lot of people have been dying because of it, a lot, because there's no really good way to know whether or not you're giving someone too much or not enough, And but that's what they're putting in drugs now. Who even knows if you're getting cocaine anymore? The fentanyl is what's jacking you up, right. and so the doses are so... It's 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 just this is a huge pandemic. But Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Fentanyl is an opioid and cocaine is not right. Yeah, but they're putting fentanyl in. Yeah. So in you're mixing cocaine. you're yes. mixing like an upper and a downer I, or something funky like we that. We blame the CCP. Seriously, no. It's just it's, it's to all stretch, the Russians' fault. It's to stretch no, the cocaine China. out and it make is. more money China. on it. it is. You're mixing it, it, it with used fentanyl. To be bake, baking soda in the 80s. and it does jack you, know. you up. Like fentanyl I mean, does. I'm you got to cut cocaine instead you know. of you know screwing you over and getting your money. Now they're just straight up going to kill you. Yeah. So I'm no genius, but I know that cocaine is cut with you know, something. You know what the the, the <laughs> thing baking is? Baking soda. It goes back. It goes back to the original conversation, though. Once you're hooked. You're gonna, you're an yeah, addict. Yeah, once you're you in, know? you're in. The talons are but the, right. But then all of a sudden, now you, now you get a bad batch and stuff like that, and things go <laughs> terribly. Sideways. And unfortunately, in Jimmy yeah. Hayes's case, he may have indulged in a bad batch of. Hey, it's my son's birthday. Oh, I We're guarantee celebrating two I years. Guarantee it. I'm gonna take a bump here and there. I've done it once in a while. He got a bad batch. Off he goes, and all of a sudden, heart attack happens. Or he just had, or he's having one hell of a party. Regardless, I'm not looking at that. Hell, it may have been a banger. I'm not looking at that saying he's any different of a man. I wouldn't take anything. I agree with you, Jay. I wouldn't take anything away from the the character of Jimmy Hayes. For doing some cocaine. We we all left that podcast when we reported what we probably weren't the first to report it, but we reported his passing and how sad it was for the community. And 
the amount of people that came out, the little kids with their hockey sticks up in the air, saluting Jimmy Hayes and what he did for the Boston community and the type of person Jimmy was with every professional player that was on spitting chicklets, missing curfew, the dropping the gloves podcast with John Scott, all these big timers who have a platform. He was the man. He was the most humble individual. Is it that far to say that you can be on the top of the mountain and have a vice or have an issue or be battling something? We're all naive to think we don't have vices. Each one of us sitting here at the table anywhere in the world have have something that lights our fire. And it's not a joke. His might have been this. Yours might be that. Mine's hockey. I love sports. I love competition. That's my co. That's my cocaine. Dude, he ain't the only mm-hmm. one doing it. You He's know? just the first right. one, probably in a while, that they uh, were elaborating you know. on. The it's cause. just. It's uh, yeah. It's he, he's probably it's, more of a high-profile name yep. in that, based on the Dorchester area in Boston and the following, and and the fact that it's his sad. younger brother is currently playing. He's retired. And what he's done for the community. And then all of this happens. It's sad to find out that th- this was the cause of death. Nah. You know, you but know, it doesn't he, change. You the know, we've, we've had was. this conversation, though, is some of the most amazing people in the world are trying to make up for, for something. And he probably knew he had this in his back pocket, this addiction or whatnot. And he's like, <laughs> this is my atonement oh very good point and maybe maybe his wife had no idea his mom and dad went out so his mom and dad went out and did a psa about drugs now could could he have suffered an injury and gotten hooked on fentanyl Right. No. So maybe he's no, taking. They're not. No, they're not no, giving no, them no, enough fentanyl no, to do that. No, fentanyl but, is strictly put in cocaine. It's, yeah, if you're but, mixing those two together. No, fent- fentanyl I know is it's prescribed from the hospital for, as a pain reliever. Right. But th- when yeah. they're saying like they found that in their system right. as a cause of death, they're not no. saying but, he was taking that. But as could a it? Could it be separate? Could no, he be? They would have told you if he would have had a medication no, for it. No. It would have been fine. It's it, the fentanyl and the cocaine. But the fact that he wasn't. Maybe he's not prescribed fentanyl. Or cocaine. No, you're, I don't no, think you're, you can you're, be pre- prescribed cocaine. But well, this isn't a hundred years ago. So, yeah. well, just just listen before you interrupt. Say want to stop. Say he <laughs> say he got. But I kind of want to stop. He said. <laughs> I know you you, you want to stop me, but but hear me out. Actually, I I have a logical conclusion to this. Darn so per. Go ahead. Go ahead. I heard ahead. it earlier. I'll come across You're the table. You're saying was he prescribed face. it, got hooked so on it, that was in his system, the cocaine receptor. It he, don't matter. He was he was on fentanyl regarding an injury, rehabbed, but couldn't get off. So fat, a small dose of fentanyl is always in his system because he can re-up the prescription. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't see a prescription for fentanyl being like that. I, I no. it, My father-in-law was on a fentanyl patch for back problems and he okay. was on it for years. But that would be a little different cuz it'd be administered through a patch in a time release type system. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That can still be absorbed in your system but and detected on a toxicology age screening. and everything like that. I if he was addicted to any opiates, it would probably be along the the oxycotton, yeah. the the, the okay. in line, yeah. which probably I hear you, which would have progressed into other things, other rushes, because he's missing the game and he's gonna 
and he's in pain and stuff like that. So you get cocaine and then it gets mixed with something dirty. And that's, I, I really, I really oh, that's think a pandemic. Fentanyl yeah. killing people is in, well, yeah. in cocaine is a pandemic. Well, boys, I, I am totally on board with you. Like it's probably some dirty, dirty stuff. Absolutely. But I also want to give the guy a little benefit of the doubt. You're, he's got uh, cocaine in his system. You can't give him benefit of the doubt. He didn't choose to do the fentanyl. But if he had the fentanyl beforehand and that then he did a bunch of cocaine kill that him. night or no. something. But that know, didn't kill him. The combination of the both being no. in the system. There wouldn't be enough fentanyl in there. I'm to not kill saying a guy. both together, but like one before the other. You know, I, I I'm just trying to give like benefit of the doubt gotta, here. You gotta get on Netflix and those shows and watch Drugs Inc. You'll see yeah, all this shit. All right, all right. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> I'll drugs, blow up on that. Drugs one. Inc. Hey man, but at the none end of the day, makes no less of a man to you. No yes, way, I, I think uh, Jimmy's a great guy. In fact, he, I'd have done some with you, brother. <laughs> yeah, and his I'm not crew, gonna lie, I'd be out. <laughs> <laughs> his crew at Missing Curfew misses him like crazy. And it's it's very sad. We we obviously feel for uh, mom and the two two boys and uh, mom and dad Hayes and uh, Kevin as well. Um, we're we're pulling for you guys, and and it's just sad news to hear that. But I do like the fact that they went out there on that soapbox and said, "This is uh, this is an epidemic that we need to take care of and try to help one person. If one kid is reached through what happened to Jimmy." All is good. So moving on into some lighter news. Uh, did you guys hear about the uh, <laughs> the the Red Wing prospect? I shouldn't say prospect, but two way contract holder, uh, Jonathan Bergeron, who was assigned from the Red Wings to the Griffins, and he was driving to Grand Rapids, um, oh, but he ended Rapids, up Ohio Griffins. He ended up going to the Grand Rapids, Ohio. I heard his girlfriend was a little upset about that. So him and this well, girl, she's the one navigating. So him and his girlfriend pack up from <laughs> Amelia Earhart. She is not. <laughs> so so th- this kid, you know, nineteen years old or whatever, and and he's from overseas. He's a Swede, I want to say. Um, I I should fact check that before I say that, but oh, um, she probably drove the whole way there on the left side of the highway. <laughs> so. He gets he gets noticed from the Griffins like yeah you're going to Grand Rapids it's like a two and a half hour drive right so he just types in Grand Rapids on the GPS he loads up the wife and a rental car and off they go to uh, Grand Rapids so he's driving in to Grand Rapids but Grand Rapids Ohio is like a thousand people and there's no si- skyscrapers or big buildings or anything like that so he's like or stadium right or, or hockey stadium right. So he's looking around. He's like, yeah, we're 20 minutes out. We should be uh, hitting the big city any minute now, right? Anyway, he ends up down there. <laughs> he, he, you know what, though? That's embarrassing. It's like, that's seriously, like, you're trying to do the right thing, and you just do a boo-boo, you know? He probably shouldn't have let the press know on that. He definitely messed up and ended up in the wrong place. Who told the press about it? I, you know what? I'm assuming he did, though. I would hope his teammates would have, though. <laughs> they definitely the did. He they was definitely to, did. Like CYA or whatever with the head coach and stuff, and be like, "Oh, dude, I, you know, this is not looking good to start out the season and stuff." So I'm like. I got to tip some people off and let them know I'm down here in Ohio. Oh, for sure. You know, he's probably down there like, oh, shit, the game's in four hours. I'm I'm not on time and had to report to somebody and say, uh, I think I'm in the wrong Grand Rapids. How do you think that conversation went? 
<laughs> like, uh, I'm in Grand Rapids, but there's no ice rink anywhere to be found. You, did you not see the big box in the middle of the city? Yeah. Well, Probably didn't go off that well. Um, but I do hope on that that uh, he was able to open up an Elsinore beer brought to you from the Great White North. <laughs> and also, we wanted to say thank you to our final sponsor, True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Make sure to check them out. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Check out JustChirpin.com to learn more about us and our guest. We'll see you at the rink. Make good choices, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's called Chirpin', yo. Send nudes. And Chirpin's, what do we do? And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirpin' too. <laughs> uh, so...